welcome to the Great Detectives of Old Time Radio. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham. If you have a comment, send it to me, box13 at greatdetectives.net. Follow us on Twitter at Radio Detectives and become one of our friends on Facebook, facebook.com slash radiodetectives. Today's program is brought to you in part by the financial support of our listeners. You can support the show on a one-time basis at support.greatdetectives.net or you can become an ongoing monthly Patreon supporter at patreon.greatdetectives.net. Well, now we're going to uh, get into today's uh, Michael Shane, but first we have to give a little bit of background. Michael Shane, uh, after going into syndication, uh, did return to network radio in 1952, and this was over the ABC network. The series uh, actually changed leads three times in the course of its 39-week run. Um, with uh, it first uh, starring uh, Richard Curtis, um, who uh, had to drop out after just a few episodes and then was replaced by Richard Sterling, who stayed on for uh, 10 episodes and then was uh, replaced by Vinton Hayworth. Now, we only have one episode of this uh, Michael Shane series, uh, and this one uh, comes from right in the middle of the run, uh, uh, actually the 25th of 39 episodes, so uh, a little more than halfway through. The original air date is April the 3rd of 1953, and the title is The Queen of Narcotics. The name is Michael Shane, occupation private detective, residence Miami, Florida. But will work anywhere. Anywhere there's excitement and adventure. This week's episode took place in Miami, Florida on February 25th, 1953. The Adventures of Michael Jane, presented by the American Broadcasting Company, starring Benton Hayward and based on the best-selling detective story character created by Brett Halliday. And here to tell you about this week's episode is Michael Shane. Hooves pounding through the night, there rides a vicious, fiery white horse. Nostrils spouting flame, sharpened hooves pounding a staccato tattoo of misery and pain. Wild-eyed, he promises pleasure, but the only pleasure that comes from riding this steed is the sweet release of death. For this horse, there's the name of the queen of narcotics, Harold. Oh, hi, Lucy. See, you got here in time. Yeah. Hurried over as soon as I got your call. What's up? I don't know. Inspector Gavin called, told me to grab you and hurry over here to the hospital as fast as we could. Did you bring your notebook? Yeah, and pencils. My shorthand may be rusty, though. No, we get by. Uh, here's the room, 431. Hi, Mike. Lucy, come on in. Hi, Inspector. What do you got behind the screen? Little 
guy named Klein owns the candy store on your street. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know him. Uh, what's wrong? Knife wound. He's lucky to be alive. Oh, who did it? That's it. He won't tell us. He wants to talk to you. Come on, Mike, let's go. Hello? Yeah, you come too. Hey, you are, Mr. Klein. You wanted to see Michael Shane, and this is Lucy Hamilton, his secretary. How are you, Mr. Klein? Well, I'm in the hospital. What can I do? Sick. And they don't like you to talk too much either, Mr. Klein. Only about what happened. I'm going to talk about what happened. But you've got to get out of the room first. Look, Mr. Klein, you can't shove the police oh, department. I'm, I'm a very sick man. Don't upset me, please. I, I want to talk to Mr. Shane alone. The girl can stay, too. You're a very nice girl. How come you're not more tan? Well, I, uh, I don't get out in the sun much. Ah, it's very healthy for you. Look at me. I'm tan all over. <sighs> Take my advice. Get out in the sun. So, Inspector, what are you waiting for? All right, all right. I'm going, I'm going. Goodbye. Goodbye. I'll see you outside. Dr. Stetner, please report to... What happened to you, Mr. Fine? Well, first, Mr. Shane, I don't want the police should arrest the boy for Hartley. Not unless you feel they got to, when you find out why. Well, you know he nearly killed you? But I'm alive. You know who he is? Yeah, I know who he is. It's my son. Huh? Yes. Yes, Mr. Shane. My boy, Ralph. You know him. You met him. Tell me. You think he could do such a thing? Seventeen, a baby. Yeah, a baby with a knife, Mr. Shane. You believe he would try to kill his own father? Mr. Shane, I lie here in bed. I, I, I make jokes all the time. I make jokes, but inside I want to be dead. You have any ideas, Mr. Klein, why he could have done this? Who knows? Who knows what goes on in the mind of a boy? I think he's sick somehow. Sometimes he comes home sad, not talking, tired. I say, this is not my boy. My boy is a happy one. Then he goes to his room. When he comes out, he's happy again. But this is not my boy either, because it's a sick happiness. He laughs at everything I say. I say, business is bad. He laughs. I say, maybe it's going to rain today. He laughs. It's a shame. Sad, happy, because he's not my boy. What terrible sickness must a boy have to try to kill his father? What the... What happened, Mr. Brian? Uh, he, he comes home, he asks me for money. I gave him a dollar. He says it's not enough. I gave him two dollars. He says still not enough. I tell him he should work. He'll have enough. He tells me I'm no father. He gets mad. Some knife into me. Mr. Shane, what happened to my son? Well, I don't know, Mr. Klein, but I'll try and find out for you. Why should a boy, 17, need so much money? A hundred dollars, he said. And he wouldn't tell me what for. Do you have any ideas? No. He got mad once. I, I took a phone message for him. Oh, what sort of a message? Nothing. Nothing to get so mad about. A man called and said he wanted to see him right away. Well, the man's name, do you remember? No, I don't know. Rogel, Rachel, I think. Something like... Yeah, Rogel. Rogel. Yeah, you know the man, Shane? Uh, no, no. Now, now, don't you worry. We'll see what we can do. Are you 
You take care of yourself, Mr. Klein. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Schmidt. And you, you, you've got tan, young lady. Better you should be healthy. Well, I'll try, Mr. Klein. Goodbye. Goodbye. Who's Michelle? Narcotics, Lucy. Oh. Used to be a dope pusher. Hmm? Supposed to be going straight now. Owns a funeral. Mike, you think the boy? Yeah. Hooked. Oh. Rogel must be in business again. Get them while they're young. Once they're on the hook, let them squirm, try and get off. That's no good. And the symptoms the old man described. The kid's emotional highs and lows. It's crazy laughing. Yeah, I know it all ties in. Yeah. Where are we headed for now? To a funeral, Lucy. To a funeral. You meet all sorts of unsavory characters in this kind of business. But you reserve a special section of hate and vengeance inside of you for one particular type. The filth of the underworld. Who make their living from the misery of others. A misery they've created. The dope peddlers. The pushers. Who make hotheads. Junkies, bums, out of thrill-seeking kids. You head up Alton Road across the Fifth Street Causeway, and soon you're at Rogel's funeral parlor. Mike, no one's here. Someone must be around. Let's let's look. No, oh, there's a door. Let's see where it goes to. Well, bye. Hmm? Let's come back some nice lunch on the day. Let's, let's get it over with now. Come on. Come in. Ah, oh, come in, my friends. Come in and sit down. Thanks. Your lights need fixing. It's too dark in here. Or are you ashamed to have people see your face, Rogel? Oh? Say, I remember you. You should, Rogel. We've tangled before. Yeah. Mike Shane. Uh, what do you want? What are you looking at? You, Rogel. I thought you went straight. So? What do you think I'm doing in this business? What do you think I'm in it for? Laps? No. Cover. Cover? <laughs> for what? You're crazy, Shane. I'm straight. Like a corkscrew. You're back in business, aren't you, Rogel? Yeah. The funeral business. I mean dope. Narcotics. Morphine, marijuana, heroin. Name the rottenness, Rogel, and I'm sure you have it. Proof? Not yet. Well, get it. Is that what uh, you came here to tell him? No. Then what are you doing here? Came here to tell you to lay off a kid by the name of Ralph Klein. Never heard of him. You're a liar. You heard what I said. I don't know the kid. I don't know anything. I don't know anything yet, either. I'm starting to look. When I find what I'm looking for, Rogel... I'm going to haul you in one hand tight around your neck. <laughs> I'm scared. You gave me a warning, Shane. Now I'm going to give you one. Don't try pinning anything on me, or you won't live long enough to bet on tomorrow's first race at Chelster. I don't bet on horses, Rogel. Just human beings. You know something, Shane? There ain't none. They're all crawling little bugs, fit for nothing except to be stepped on. Keep your philosophy, Rogel. I'll keep mine. Let's get out. Ready, Mike. Remember what I told you, Rogel. Don't worry, Shane. I'll never forget. <laughs> 
Not as long as you live. Call it instinct. Call it whatever you want. You're sure Steve Rogel is hip deep back in the dope racket. But you need proof. Proof to send him away to kill the source of supply. How to get that proof? He didn't talk. Maybe the kid will. It's time you talk to the old man's son, Ralph Klein. You start off at the candy store on your street. It's closed. A few questions bring you a few answers. Ralph Klein has been spending his spare time in an empty store three blocks up the street. You drive up there and find a crudely lettered sign propped up in the glass doorway. A social club. <laughs> Isn't it very social in the moonlight? Well, don't judge a book by its cover, uh, coin of phrase. Yeah. yeah, who is it? Ralph Klein in there? Who wants it? Friend of his. Yeah? Who? Tell him Mike Shane. Go away. I want to come inside and talk to you. I don't want to talk to you. Would you rather talk to me or the police? Who's the girl? Lucy Hamilton, my secretary. Hi. Mind if we come in? Bob. Social club. Broken down chair. Record player. Out. Who pays the rent here? Rogel? Is that what he told you to say, if anybody asks? I've never heard of him. I've never heard of him. Now get out of here and leave me alone. What are you afraid of? Maybe he won't sell you any more dope? I don't know what you're talking about. Just leave me alone. What are you on, Ralph? Morphine? Marijuana? Heroin? Nothing. Get out of here before I... Before you what, kid? I'm not your father. I'm not an old man. He ratted. He ratted on He ratted on his own No, son. he didn't. More of a man than you are, kid. He didn't tell the police anything. He just spoke to me. He told me to protect you. He didn't ask if I thought you deserved it. He's your father. I'll leave you alone. Just a minute. Come here. What do you want? What do you want from me? Just this. <laughs> Yeah, your arm, I want to take a look at it. Oh, 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 don't let me go. I thought he's got a knife. I see it. Now, will you be a good boy? Come here, Lucy. Take a look at this. Needle holes. Needle holes in his arm. Yeah, needle holes. You can go now, kid. I've seen enough. You're on heroin, aren't you? The big horse in the veins, a mainliner. You're hooked, aren't you, kid? Come on. Who do you think you are telling people how they're going to live? And your living kid thinks so a charge makes you happy, real gay. Yeah, yeah. Happy, really. So happy you nearly killed your father? I told him I needed a father. Did you tell him what for? He wouldn't understand. Understand what, Ralph? Tell me. See if I understand how wonderful a thing can be. So wonderful that you'd even kill to get it. Kill your own father. An old man who figures he's profit and penance. How many pennies does it take to make up a castle of hell and rock? Lots. Lots of But he has much. Yeah. I'm sure he's very rich. Why he runs a candy store. Listen, I need money to get what I want. My father has money for it, so he's rich. 
Whether it's ten dollars or a hundred, a thousand or a million, if you have enough money to buy what you want, you're rich. If you don't, you're poor. And I don't want to be poor because there's things I want to buy. There's things I gotta buy. Half of heroin, Ralph. Heroin, happiness, call it whatever you want. So you think you're buying happiness? Do you know what you really fear? Can you, can you explain it to me? Sure. Yes, sure. You're a kid, see, like, like any other. You do everything every other kid does. But inside of you, always there's something that tells you you're different. Somehow you're different. Maybe you're even better than the others, only nobody knows it except you, see? Then one day you leave leaving school. Guy comes over to you, he gives you some cigarettes. Free. But you know what they are, you've heard about them. First, you're afraid. Nobody's going to say you're afraid, so you try them. But you get sick, you get, get real sick. You wonder, what's the big deal? And then it happens. The charge hits you. You start floating. You're big, you're a big man. Oh, you're so big. You know you're big. Your friends know you're big. The sun shine on the great big ball of a sun are just shining. Now you're part of the world. You're as big as Eisenhower, as important as the king of England. Oh, man, man, man. But you left marijuana, Ralph. You went on to heroin. After a while, smoke enough, you don't get the charge. You need more. So the man who comes to the candy store, the school, he says... Says, try horse. You're ready for the big time heroin. Big horse. Big white horse. Carry you anywhere on his back. Like seven league boots. No time, no space, no place you can't be. No one better than you, he says. You try again. Then you get sick. And then the charge hits. You're on the back of this big white horse, see? He'll take you anywhere. Gallop, gallop. Gallop, shiny white horse, you're like a knight in armor. And you're hooked. Hooked. You, you've got to have more. Yeah, all the time, more. And then you've got to take your charge in the vein, the main line. The main line. Man, man, man. Why? Why on the back of that white horse? But if you don't get it. Oh, you got to get the stuff. Oh, don't, don't you see? You, you got to. Oh, but if you don't. If you don't, then. That white horse, he crawls inside. His hooves are sharp. He rides around inside of you, tearing you to pieces with his hooves. Just tears pieces right out of you. Cuts you inside. It hurts. It kills you. Just like no pain ever was before. Sharp and terrible like there's a knife inside of you trying to cut its way out. Stabbed and it cuts and it hurts. Even when you scream out loud, the pain doesn't go away. You think, think maybe after a while I'll, I'll get used to this. It won't hurt so much. But you're wrong. The pain always comes back, and each time it comes back, it comes back stronger and stronger. Break out the sweat, and each drop's like a, like a drop of acid burning its way through you. Pumped your hands feel as though hundreds of tiny needles are stuck in them. They just won't come out. You try to rub them, start the blood moving again. 
But you just can't stand anything touching you. You want to tear your clothes off. You want to run, run away anywhere. You can't run away from that pain. It's with you wherever you go. It, it's in your body, in your brain, every breath you take. Now, could my old man understand that? Could I tell him that? Could I tell him how I have to have the stop? And you need it so bad you'd even kill to get it. Kill, cheat, steal, lie, anything. I got, I got up. Do you understand? Yeah. Yeah, I understand. Well, there's a there's a federal hospital in Lexington, Kentucky. What are you talking about? The junkie ward? Is that what you're talking about? You want me to kick this stuff? You want to take the horse away from me? Oh, you don't know. You don't know. That's where you're wrong, my friend. I do know. You see, well, crooks are my business. I've seen guys like Roselle come and move into a district and, and turn a bunch of kids like you into thieves, hoods, gunmen, just because they've got your hook. So, so, so. so. Well, I've seen these kids end up in the electric chair, the gas chamber, and the lucky ones. All because they were riding on the back of that same white horse you're on. Now, Ralph, you've got to take your choice. How are you going to end up? Mister, what choice do I have? What choice? Do you think it's easy to get off the back of that horse once you're on Mr. I know, I know, I know when I feel a pain ripping inside of me. I gotta stop, I gotta stop and I'm not strong enough. I feel a pain, I say, no, 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 I don't want it. But I need it and I'm afraid of it at the same time. I know I take the shot, the pain goes away. I know every time it goes away, soon it'll come back. Come back stronger than ever. It'll take a bigger shot, a bigger jolt to stop the pain. I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm just a kid and I'm scared. I hate it and I love it. I don't want it, but I need it. I can't afford it, but I get it. So what happens to kids like me? That depends on you. If you're strong enough, you can lick it. And if you're not strong enough, if you're not strong enough, if you're like me, what do you do? You die? Go crazy? People who believe in you can make you strong. Believe in Who believes in me? Who, who can believe in a junkie? Your father believes in you. I could believe in you. You want to fight it, kid? You want to make the break? Now, what would it be? It'll be what, what? I tell him. Mike, Rochelle, how do you How did I get in here? Through that door, quietly. Quietly like I do everything. No. Don't move for a gun, Shane, or I'll drop you now. Did you tell him anything, Ralph? No, no, I didn't tell him anything, Mr. Rizzo. Nothing, nothing. Good, good. You're a good boy, Ralph. You're proud of your handiwork, aren't you, Rosie? Sure, sure, real proud. And this year, Ralph, he's my boy. Do anything I tell him to, won't you, Ralph? Won't you, Ralph? Yes, Mr. Rochelle. Yes, Mr. Rochelle. 
because he knows if he says no to anything I say, he gets no more of the stuff. He doesn't get to ride that big white horse anymore. Isn't that right, Ralph? Yes, Mr. Roger. <laughs> yes, Mr. Roger. You see how well trained he is, Shane? Just like a puppy dog. Just like a little puppy dog, huh, Ralph? Uh, show him. Uh, show him how you like, uh, uh, how like a puppy dog you are, huh? Bark. Bark for them, Ralph. Mr. Rogel. I said bark. Please don't make me. Bark, Chunky, bark. Mr. Rogel. Bark! Uh-huh. Louder. Louder, puppy dog. <laughs> Louder or no more horse. <laughs> good puppy dog. Easy, easy, Lucy. Now, puppy dog, pick up that knife from the floor. Come on, come on, fast. What do you want me to do, Mr. Roger? Take it. Yeah? Now, that's Mike Shane in front of you. You know why he's here? He wants to take you off the stuff. No more shiny white horse to ride. Now, I'm going to stand here and watch you cut him to pieces. Teach him a lesson. Teach him not to try and take your horse away from you. Listening to your master's voice, Ralph. You thought you were escaping when you took dope. It made you feel like a big man, a real big man. But if Rogel tells you to bark, you bark. If he tells you you're a snake, you crawl. If he tells you you're a rat, you squeak. If he tells you to kill, you kill. Do you kill? Mr. Rogel, please listen. Come on, puppy dog, come on! And no more charge for you. No more high flying. Get to work on him with that knife. Yeah, like you did on your father, Ralph. Kill him. Kill me. Kill whoever Rogel tells you to. Sure, you'll be unhappy when you don't have a charge thinking about it. But Rogel will give you more, more, and more until you're dead, shot, killed, or crazy. And all for what, Ralph? Did you really get that much happiness from this stuff? No. No. No! Don't listen to him, Papa Dog. Cut him. Cut him with a knife. No, 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 no. Get away from me. No. Get away from me with that knife. Are you crazy? Crazy? Yeah, I'm crazy. Crazy? I don't want that horse. I don't want him killing me. You. You turned him loose on me. Get away. Get away. Get away. Get away. Get away. Did I kill him? No. I was still alive. I'm sorry. No, I'm glad. I'm not a puppy dog. Nobody's a puppy dog. Listen. Just phone outside. Call Gavin over here. Mm-hmm. He's got a 
be rough, kid. Hard to get out of the habit. I know, I know. I'll pray to make him strong enough to do it. Do you think God listens to prayers of guys like me? I don't see why not. He helps anyone who wants to be helped. Mr. Sheehan, do you think I can see my father before I go away? Then you know something? We'll be real glad to see. Lipped angry. You know something he doesn't. But soon as he knows, as much as you, thought Rochelle, his dope ring, how the high school kids were trapped. Gavin's not too gentle as he hauls Rochelle away to the prison ward in the hospital. go back to visit Mr. Klein in the hospital. Ralph standing next to you. Ralph smiles at his father, tells him he's sorry. He's, he's going away for a while and everything will be fine when he comes back. You look at the smile and notice how hard it is. And you know it's because somewhere inside of that boy, a white horse with sharp hooves is hurting him inside. The American Broadcasting Company has presented The Adventures of Michael Shane. with us again next week at this same time over these same ABC stations for another exciting episode in The Adventures of Michael Shane, starring Vinton Hayworth as Shane and Dorothy Donahue as Piercy. Others in this week's cast were Dick York, Louis Soren, Rock Rogers, and George Petrie. This week's adventure was written by Louis M. Hayward. Music was arranged and conducted by Joe Viviano. The Adventures of Michael Shane, based on the best detective story character created by Brett Halliday, is a very and right production in association with ABC and comes to you from New York. This is Andrea J. Graham, author of the Web Surface series, oh, and a man's wife. You're listening to the Great Detectives of Old Time Radio. Welcome back. Well, a very uh, interesting episode, and certainly uh, very dramatic in its portrayal of drugs. Uh, some of it is uh, over the top in trying to make its point, but I still think there's some great dramatic uh, moments in here, particularly from uh, Dick York, who really is good as the uh, drug-abusing teen. Though the whole uh, bark-like-a-dog thing, yeah... 
Dick York would, of course, go on to uh, star in uh, Bewitched. And uh, Vin Hayworth was uh, actually best known for his last role on I Dream of Genie. So uh, they appeared together here in this uh, very rare radio program. And I would be very cautious about making a judgment on what uh, Michael Shane was like over ABC based on this episode. This is uh, one of the challenges when you only have one episode of a 39-episode series. And this one feels very much like it was a special uh, focus. And if you think about Richard Diamond and some of the episodes it's had, they've had a a range of uh, feels to them. And if you were to assume, for example, that all episodes were like the one where he uh, dealt with the uh, brother of the boy who was dying on death row, you wouldn't capture the whole feeling of the series. I kind of feel like we don't know enough to evaluate it other than it's just what this episode was like. But I have to say this is one of the better uh, of these sort of series that I've heard from ABC because we've already previously listened to uh, programs from the 1950s where ABC uh, revived Rogue's Gallery and... uh, the case book of Gregory Hood. And this was more enjoyable than either one of those. And I'd actually like to hear more episodes of this. Uh, they do get points for getting uh, Michael Shane actually into Miami, which uh, which the other uh, two series didn't do. Though this episode didn't feel a whole lot like uh, uh, Michael Shane's story. But again, uh, I think that was probably just more because of the special focus. So I hope you enjoyed this. It was a rare and interesting uh, program. And uh, it brings to the end all of our Michael Shane recordings. So join us next week as we get into Not Beat. In the meantime, send your comments to box13 at greatdetectives.net. Follow us on Twitter at Radio Detectives. And become one of our friends on Facebook, facebook.com slash radiodetectives. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham, signing off.